I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're making this podcast on and pay my respects to the Camaragal people and their elders past and present. I'd also like to acknowledge the traditional owners from all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander lands you are listening from today. Before Stephen Crichton or Joshua Pali, back in my day, there was only one name I knew as a teenage girl in New Zealand, and that was Sunnyville Williams. In our Auckland Samoan household, it was always rugby union on the telly, back when the jerseys were still a loose fit. Fast forward to 2021, NRL grand final night at my parents' South Penrith home, full of noisy little kids running around. Like many Samoan household from Western Sydney that night. My mum was screaming, go, 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 at the telly. Cheering on the Penrith Panthers. Tāno Falava and welcome to the series Tama Samoa, Samoans in the NRL, where we take a look at rugby league stars of Samoan heritage in the NRL. I definitely know it's a big part of who I am as a person, my identity, you know, the way I carry myself, who I am as a husband, as a son, and as a player. You know, I represent not only myself, but my parents, my wife, my kids. You know, me definitely being a a Samoan player, I think it plays a big part. That was Canberra Raiders star Joshua Bali. You'll hear more from Josh across the series, along with Avasil Manufangai from Canterbury Bulldogs and Stephen Crichton from Penrith Panthers, as we get an insight into the lives of Samoan players in the league. We'll also walk down memory lane hearing from the first generation of Samoan players, the OGs of the game, Joe Ngaluval, Le Pepe Nigel Vangana and Leo Tanoi, on whose shoulders these current players stand. What are they like as people off the field? As a dad, as a son, as a first generation in Australia? How does being Samoan impact them on and off the field? What are the NRL doing to support the significant number of players of Pacifica heritage? And when it comes to footy, can you be Aussie and Samoan? In this episode, We'll look at the impact of cultural identity and the evolution of Pacifica players in rugby league. Before the showstopper headliner of 48% of players of Pacifica heritage in the NRL, it was humble beginnings, with less than 5% between the 1970s and 80s. Leo Tanoi was one of those Samoan faces amongst the few brown players in the early 90s. So when I was playing in the 90s, there were legends such as Olsen Filipana coming out of the 80s, Fred Arkoy, Hugh McGann, you know, there was the Dane and Kurt Sorensen at the Cronulla Sharks. These were the peoples that were in the 80s, 89 to 1999, so I came in in the 90s when people like Kevin Iroh, Matthew Ridge, Daryl Williams, and that was the next. So I tend to see it in a decade. And I think 
the statistics that the National Rugby League supply in terms of the um, player representation in the decades show there's a massive acceleration and growth. Since those early days, there has been double growth in every decade, which has been unprecedented in any sport in Australia. So why does it matter? I'm no expert at footy, but I am a proud Samoan. A tapestry of cultural heritage I share with these talented players. Their values are deeply rooted in their identity as Samoans, contributing to them thriving on and off the field. A study by Dr. David Lakisa, an academic and sports consultant of Samoan heritage, has identified four distinctive motivational hallmarks in Pacifica players. They are family, spirituality, culture, and service. His study found that these hallmarks have an important impact on these players on and off the field. At the very core of every Samoan's life, it's a family unit we call Ainga. It's a place and a name that identifies one as Samoan, as Avasel Manufangai explains. How do you think being Samoan has influenced you as a player? For me, I think it just keeps me accountable that I'm not just representing myself, I'm representing my family. And so, not all the time, but I, I, I definitely do try to do that. And, you know, when you're on TV, you have your family name on there as well. So, I definitely try and make sure that I'm accountable to that, accountable to my family and how I behave. And also try and play the best footy that I can. One of the things that my Samoan family are really good at is keeping me humble. A legend like Nigel Vangana was no exception. I remember as a kid, I was at school, maybe 15 or 16, I went to school here in Auckland. And um, I remember I sort of made some team, or we had a game anyway. There was a local newspaper that did a little write-up on me. And it was only, I don't know, maybe four or five paragraphs or something like that. And I remember seeing it and I was like, oh, and, you know, we were all freaking out, like, you know, all my mates and stuff like that. And I was like, hey, they write your name in the paper, you know, da-da-da. And I remember dad, my dad looking at it, you know, and everyone at home was pretty excited. And he goes, yeah, okay, don't be show off. <laughs> and I'd always remember that because it was like, you know what, I didn't realise at the time that I was heading into an environment where... It was going to be a lot of sort of write-ups and, you know, admiration and all this sort of stuff. But just trying to stay humble and amongst it was something that I sort of thought, well, listen, this is a, a humility, right, as a, as a Pacific trait, you know, for me is sort of one that really stood out, one that I sort of used throughout my journey. And, and you know, still to this day, you know, you always, I remember we were doing programs when I was running some stuff behind the scenes after I finished playing. And I remember saying to some of the guys, listen, you know, you're a warrior now, or you're a bronco now, or you're a panther now. But in 10 years' time, you won't be. You will always be a Samoan. You will always be a Tongan. You will always be a Fijian. So it's like, so how can you sort of stay true to those values and those traits and characteristics? Use it to help you on your journey, but at the same time, honour it, you know, stay true to it. And for young Panthers player Stephen Crichton, one of the ways he pays homage to his Samoan culture is through music. I am proud even for 
my celebration song. I have my village song playing at our Panthers Stadium every time I score. So people just plant that seed in their head where I'm from. And uh, me, a lot of the men, me and the Samoan boys at Penrith really drive it as well. So yeah, it keeps good. Stephen may have gotten the Samoan athletic prowess, but sadly, like me, missed the musical gene. I get teased a lot because my whole family, all my brothers and my sister, are all in the church band. And like when people come to our church, like they just see me sitting at the back and they're just like, oh, why aren't you in the band? And like everyone just teases because I, I don't really sing or uh, play any instruments. So yeah, the only probably talent I have is playing footy. An OG Panthers player, Joe Ngaluval, shares his favourite Samoan proverb, Ele tu fa sitangata, meaning no one stands alone as a mountain, a metaphor that describes the essence of what it means to be Samoan, a collective society where one Samoan wins, all Samoans win. These are values of humility and service he hopes to pass on to his kids. It's probably just because of my upbringing. Like, I never really cared about my accolades in rugby league. Like, for me, this is something, you know, obviously it's probably embedded in me and part of our culture as well, about whāraālō and humility. But, you know, I don't want to be known as a good person. <laughs> you know, I think you've got that as a foundation and that transcends sport, corporate, you know, like that follows you everywhere. And I think that's probably one of the hallmarks of being Pasifika Māori and someone in particular where, you know, just having that uh, relational heart, you know, service to tour, like those things that, you know, I've used uh, throughout my career and just as a person, like, you know, and I, um, that's probably what I pass on to my kids and, you know, they, they, they know that very well. Cultural identity is more than just a Polynesian sleeve tattoo. It runs much deeper than a TikTok trend or a hashtag for the culture. It is the very core of who they are. It defines them as citizens in our multicultural society and stars of Australia's most popular football code, Rugby League. Join us in our next episode where we hear about the challenges of being a Samoan in the NRL. And can you be a proud Samoan and be Aussie? You've been listening to Tama Samoa, Samoans in the NRL. I'm Joyce Mataya. Thanks to Joanne Lafuai and SBS Samoan. You can get more episodes of Tama Samoa on the SBS radio app at sbs.com.au slash Tama Samoa or on your favourite podcast app.